Hey everyone, it's Peter Rosenberg from Cheap Heat. Join me and the fearless, physically large stat guy, Greg, and of course, Super Agent 35 under 35 Dipperstein as we tackle the biggest stories in pro wrestling each and every week. To hear us, follow the Ringer Wrestling Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explorer page in the post and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC slim fit trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Let's roll, baby. It is the second to last Monday of the NFL regular season from a Monday night football standpoint. I know it's the end of week 16. I know week 17 and week 18 are coming up, but this is actually our second to last Monday night football preview as we get ready for the Chargers and the Indianapolis Colts. And Raheem, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, bro. I feel like I got a lump of coal in my stocking by that second half from Tua. Oh my goodness, that was bad, dude. That was, uh, uh, Raheem, that was one of those games. I, I hate saying this, and it's clearly not true, and I'm fooling around a little bit. It felt like Tua was shaving, dude, in the second half of that game. That's how bad he was, bro. Holy oh, yeah, smokes. yeah. He was, I mean, he was absolutely awful. I mean, and then it's just like it felt like it, it was almost as if he was predetermining reads and the, the Packers' corners, it's like they watched enough tape to know what he was going to do. Um, it's just like they were just on to him because it's just like, you know, for him to throw three interceptions on the last three drives and them to get shut out in the first in the second half after the way they performed in that first half, it, it's just unacceptable. It was jaw dropping. I mean, let's be honest, Raheem. In the first half, I thought they were putting up 40 points on him. They're hitting Waddle. They're hitting Hill. They're running the football effectively. The Mostert fumble was a big turning point in the game. It kind of felt like it gave the Packers a little bit of a new lease on life, but no excuse for the Dolphins. That was pathetic. And the crazy thing is, Raheem, this race for the wild card, and we'll get into the Chargers and the Colts in a minute. It's hard to believe a team that did not win a game in the month of December. Miami did not win a game in the month of December. Yet, Raheem, 
they still control their own playoff destiny. Is that wild or what? Yeah, I mean, that's that's extremely wild. It just it, it speaks to the bottom of the AFC playoff picture and then the fact that we added extra playoff spots. So, you know, in a normal year, I mean, they would be out of this thing. But, I mean, the fact that they added extra playoff spots um, a couple of years ago, it, I mean, it makes things a little bit more exciting. Um, I'm just a little disappointed because, you know, I actually have the Dolphins over eight and a half wins and I also have the Patriots to miss the playoffs. So, we got an important game coming up next week. Uh, yes, we do on Sunday. There's no doubt about that. Um, I still think you're going to be all right with that Patriot missed the playoff bet. Guaranteed because they do play the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo final game of the year. And Buffalo, there's a good chance they're playing for something of significance. Uh, before we do this Monday night game, two things here. Are you ready to buy the Packers as a potential playoff team? I'm seeing them at like plus 180. I think if they win their next two and they get one Washington loss, they're in. Was that just bad to a bad Miami? Or are you starting to really buy the Green Bay Packers a little bit? I mean, the one thing I will say about the Packers is their defense really impressed down the stretch of that game. Um, and you, you got to give them some credit. I know some of that was just bad to a, but I, for me, I personally wouldn't be buying the plus 180, I think if you're going to take the Packers, you got to go all the way. Take them to win the NFC. Take them to win the Super Bowl. Um, because, I mean, you know, if they're going to go on a roll like this, I don't think it stops in the playoffs. So, I mean, you still got Aaron Rodgers. I don't, I don't know if that offense is really that explosive and they can't really stop the run. But, I mean, I think getting the plus 180, it doesn't really entice me too much. I would rather have them to win the NFC in the Super Bowl. Not enough value for you. And wouldn't it be something if Green Bay goes to San Francisco and has a chance to play, you know, the role of, dare I say, the spoiler and the reversal of last year where San Francisco went to their house, knocked them out of the postseason. Green Bay wins a couple of games. We might be looking at a Niner-Packer wildcard weekend game, but we got a ways away from that. Lions-Packers Week 18 may have a whole lot to do with it, uh, and we take it from there. Eagles-Cowboys, Raheem, real quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a rough one if you had the Eagles, bro. Oh, my goodness. That's a rough one. I mean, between the way they moved the ball, the way that game started, and then the end of the game, McCarthy deciding to kick at the end of the game. How was your emotions going, dude? Is somebody who liked the Eagles in the game, but you're a Cowboy fan? Was that like a weird spot for you? It had to be. I mean, it, it was very frustrating for me. Um, I mean, the biggest thing is that the Eagles were up seven, and they had a third and 30 on defense and gave up a 52-yard pass play. And then a play before that, you got to remember, the Eagles got two sacks in a row. And they actually got a strip fumble that the that the Cowboys fell on. So, I mean, you're looking at back-to-back sacks, a third and 30 with eight minutes to go. The Eagles get off the field there. Then, I mean, they likely win this game outright let alone cover. Um, at the at worst case scenario, they probably cover. So it was very frustrating. And then they still like the biggest thing when it comes to the game is that, you know, there's just fumble luck. And the Cowboys got all the fumble luck. The, the Cowboys recovered three fumbles. The Eagles didn't recover. And, you know, f- recovering a fumble is not a skill. It's, it's all randomness. I mean, the ball kind of goes any which way. And the Cowboys happen to fall on all three of those. And I think that was the difference in the game. But the Eagles still had a chance to win that game outright in the end. I didn't like the fact that they spiked it on first down. It's kind of like a sacrifice bunt in baseball. You use one of your most valuable resources. So it was very frustrating to not get that cover. But it's kind of the story of my season. So I was very frustrated. 
There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. Make every moment more this Monday night by downloading FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Every Monday, I love picking my favorite pops and building a same-game parlay. Perfect for Monday night football. Build out your own same-game parlay for Monday's matchup. Can include core markets, spread, money line, total, player props, passing, receiving, rushing yards, and touchdown scores, and so many more exclusive bets, like both teams that complete their first pass attempt. And with FanDuel's new live same-game parlays, you can continue building same-game parlays even after the game has already started. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay, so lock in your bet today on FanDuel. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? Get a no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 with promo code GAMBLERS. That's the promo code GAMBLERS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states, first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus is issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 if you're in Arizona. If you're in Connecticut, call one 88 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITHIN. Kansas, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Louisiana, 1-877-770-STOP. Maryland, mdgamblinghelp.org. New York, 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW YORK or text HOPE-NEW YORK. Wyoming, 1-800-522-4700 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET if you're in West Virginia. Well, Raheem, let's try to close that Week 16 with a bang. We have a Monday night game with a team that has everything to play for, and then we have a team that, let's be honest, doesn't have much to play for. That's the Indianapolis Colts, and this was one of my five plays of the week, Raheem. I told you this early in the week. I had this game circled, and it seems like the market is moving with me because I locked in this game at four and a half, it fell to four, and right now I wake up Monday morning on FanDuel, and the Los Angeles Chargers are only laying three and a half against Nick Foles and the Indianapolis Colts. And Raheem, I get it. The Colts yucked up a 33-point lead last week to the Minnesota Vikings. That is on the record. I know that the Los Angeles Chargers have been a better offensive team with the return of Keenan Allen and with the return of Mike Williams, but... Indianapolis has been in these games. Even the Dallas game where they got smoked in the fourth quarter. They're in these games. They play hard. They're competitive. And we know this about the Chargers, Raheem. They seem to play up and play down to competition for whatever the reason. I feel great. Not good. Great. About four and a half. Indianapolis. It's at three and a half now. What's your take on the game? I think when you look at the Chargers, they're not a team that has been built to blow teams out. Um, when you look at their eight wins this season, their largest lead has come by 10 to the Houston Texans. You look at the rest of the, the seven wins. 
They beat the Raiders by five. They beat the Browns by two. They beat the Broncos, the lowly Broncos, who we saw get taken into the deep waters last night. They beat them by three. They beat the Falcons by three. They beat the Cardinals by one. They beat the Dolphins by six. And they beat the Titans last week by three. So you're looking at a team that it's, it's really difficult to lay points with. And the one thing I'll, I'll say about the Colts is that they're five and two against the spread this season as an underdog of at least three and a half points and two and oh at home. So there's not a huge sample size when it comes to teams who, you know, blow these huge, huge leads, but they tend to respond the following week. And, you know, I like the fact that they they're playing Nick Foles here. Um, you know, Matt Ryan. Me too, by the way. Me too. Yeah. I, I, I would have been on Indy no matter what. Raheem, I like him that much more with Nick Foles. He's a yeah. guy who's, he's been thrown in the city. You know, like sometimes at a quarterback, you wonder, oh, they're thrown into a situation. How they, this guy's seen every situation imaginable, bro. Yeah, I mean, and he's responded to the pressure. I think Matt Ryan, I mean, his arm is pretty cooked, so they couldn't throw deep. I think Nick Foles will be a little bit fresher here. It, like, a lot of times when you bring in a backup quarterback, you get a spark, and that's all you need. Um, so it's just like this This Chargers offense, I mean, they're, they're the, one of the least efficient offenses in the league despite having Justin Herbert because, I mean, their offensive coordinator isn't good. I mean, you don't have a guy who's, like, really throwing down the field too much. So I do like the, the Colts in this spot. I, I think they can kind of keep this game close. I mean, and based on what we've seen from the Chargers this year, they're just not built to cover a huge number. This total, Raheem, has fallen a little bit. So it opened up, I'm seeing it at 48. Right now, over Fandle, you can get it at 44 and a half. Am I crazy to say that this game... Now, I have a stronger feel on the Colts than I do on the total. That said, does this game... Do you see a direct correlation with Colts and the under, or you don't necessarily buy that? Well, I mean, I don't know if there's necessarily a correlation, but, I mean, the one thing I will say is that the under is is 5-2 and two in the last seven games for the Chargers. So, I mean, that kind of just speaks to... I mean, how the Chargers just aren't blowing teams out. And then the Colts are, are, are six and two to the under in the past eight games. I mean, eight, eight games at home. So I, I think we're looking at a game. I mean, like this total has come down. I think it was 48 and a half. Now we're sitting at 44. It's hard for me to always, it's hard for me to recommend, you know, getting the worst of it here. Um, you know, a, a, a total moves four points. And you're you're taking the bottom, and the market is tough. I'm I'm one of those people I like to kind of come back on it, but I still could see this total going going under. I mean, if I had to play anything when it comes to the total, I probably look first half under. But I, I'm not crazy about the total, to be honest with you. Not crazy about the total, but it is fair to say that we are a united front here. We both like Indianapolis in this game. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Now, would you consider a sprinkle on the money line for anybody who's out there? I, for one, have thought about it. I will be rooting for Indianapolis. As you know, my loyalties lie with getting the Miami Dolphins in the playoffs. The Chargers losing, obviously, would help matters for that. But I, I think, Raheem, for me, listen, I always love a good sprinkle. I feel good about my four and a half. Like, four and a half, getting that number, getting the best of that number, I feel like it's a sit back, relax, and let the chips fall as they may type of game. Oh, yeah. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, I, I think that's that's probably the best way to approach it. But, you know, I mean... There's some people who have that school of thought that if they're going to take an underdog, why not sprinkle? Even if it's, you know, 10%, 15% of your wager, um, just in case, you know, lightning strikes. And then, of course, you know, they always say teams that must win games 
which the Chargers have, you know, if they're during a must-win game, they're not they they obviously may not be that very good. So um why not take the shot? <laughs> well, it seems like you're trying to influence me to take the shot. And when in <laughs> doubt, Raheem, I like the sound of that. So Indianapolis to play. And, and I think, Raheem, if you're looking for somebody to target in the props market, Michael Pittman Jr., dude. That is a guy who I think is going to have a monster, monster game with Nick Foles at quarterback. Michael Pittman Jr. I, I, I think from a prop standpoint for me, I'll be looking in the Pittman stuff. I'm also going to think about Mike Williams, who seems to be Justin Herbert's favorite shiny new toy in the end zone. That That's a guy I kind of like to score a touchdown today. Those are going to yeah, be my thought throws. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at that. You know, how about, you know, any time touchdown from Zach Moss? I mean, there's Ooh, no challenge. Okay. There's no Jonathan Taylor in this matchup. So somebody's got to score, especially at the goal line. So, I mean, that might be worth a shot. Um, you know, I, I, I did see some people who like Zach Moss under um, 55 and a half rushing yards. So, I mean, that might be a, a, a sharp one in the market um, just because, I mean, he's not Jonathan Taylor. So I think you can get some value there. Um, do you think this line stays at three and a half for the rest of the day? Or do you think we can get a better number at four? Potentially. Um, I mean, I'm actually seeing four in the market right now. So All right, so I'm Fandle seeing... might move that because Fandle's got three and a half at 118. So maybe our friends over at Fandle will bump that number back up to four. So maybe if you like Indianapolis and you're listening, wait a little closer until kickoff and then maybe you get that four in the market as opposed to a three and a half. It just goes to show you, Raheem, sometimes if you get in it early in the week, you could get a rip. That could work against you, obviously, in some cases, but I mean, getting a four and a half, I feel like that's a key number there, dude. You know, if it's 2016, 24-20, I'm still on the right side of it, man. I like that. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you definitely want get to get that four. So, And the one thing I will say is that, you know, that, that dead zone between four and five, we tend to see the underdogs cover a lot more. So um, I, that's definitely key to get. <laughs> Raheem, let's cash Indianapolis. I'll be back with you tomorrow along with Joe House for East Coast Bias. Uh, I hope the holiday treated you well, man. Uh, I, I got the lump of coal at around four o'clock in the afternoon, but aside from that, all was good. Um, and let's catch this one. You, I, you I know, feel I feel like I got one. a lump of coal too. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like as much as I, I'm a Cowboys fan, I kind of want us to lose as much as possible because we got Sean you want Payton Sean Payton, Payton don't you? you yeah, want Sean and Payton. it's just like you know, it's wins like this that keep the Cowboys stagnant, and it's very frustrating for me because you know, like to me, the Cowboys show in that game that they're not in the same class as the Philadelphia Eagles. They're not in the same class as the 49ers. And, you know, to win that game, it's hard to be happy about it when you know that a a better head coach is out there and we're probably going to stay with Mike McCarthy because of, you know, wins like that. Are you ready to bet the NFC South against your Cowboys wildcard weekend? Carolina Panthers, the uh, 47-year-old Tom Brady? Go get it, baby. You know they're going to be begging they're going to be begging for somebody to take the NFC South in that game, dude. You know it. You know uh, it. Oh, my dude. God. I, I I don't even want to think about it because Tom Brady was so bad last night. And for whatever reason, he worked his voodoo magic where, you know, the Arizona Cardinals look like they're going to run out the clock and then they pitch the ball into a fumble. And it's just, I, I've never seen anybody like like run as good as Tom Brady as far as luck. So Yeah, um, even I in a year that's crummy for him. He's still got about three or four wins this season, Raheem, that he has absolutely no business winning. You are a thousand percent right about that, whether it's the Ram game or the Saint game or this game here on Christmas night. 
He's still got that voodoo working, man. So you don't yeah, want that voodoo going against you in the playoffs. He, di- he it, divorced G- Giselle, but for whatever reason, you know, those shrines are still working. <laughs> whatever works for the GOAT, even in a year when he's playing some of the worst football in his career. All right, Raheem, let's catch the Colts. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Good job by Stefan. Back with East Coast Bias by popular demand. Hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas holiday. Be good, everybody. Be good, everybody.